Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is about a tango where you're torn between two men. And that's just how I feel right now. It's like, whoa, (laughs) how did that happen? Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Hola, muchachos and muchachas. What an... Uh, Moss episode of The Bachelorette we experienced last night. Is that Moss? Great, great pronunciation. Thank you. Exactly what it means. <laughs> this week, there was 100% less Chad, but 150% more pasión. Also 100% more two-on-ones than any past season of The Bachelorette. Am I doing percentages right? <laughs> Today, we're joined by HuffPost's own Snapchat expert and social media editor, Julia Bush, to break down this week in romance. Thanks for joining us, Julia. Thanks for having me. Crossing up bucket list items. Yeah. And you also actually went to an open casting call for The Bachelor recently. So we're going to hear... All about how that experience was later on. Oh, Lord. Prepare yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, they're in Argentina. Argentina. Uh, You know what? I'm not going to do this the whole time, guys. They're in Argentina this week. (laughs) Specifically in Buenos Aires. (laughs) Yes. And uh, no one could pronounce it. There was a lot of very painful... Uh, Spanish pronunciation this and, week. Uh, and attempts to use Spanish that didn't quite grasp the meanings of very basic like Spanish vocabulary. <laughs> um, you know what they say, a two-on-one date is no mas. It's not good. That's <laughs> <laughs> not what that means. For all of our listeners, we yeah. actually, we, we're being sarcastic. Yes, we do. We realize that. That is incorrect. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Uh, But JoJo says she feels the romance in the air. She's looking great in in a really—she wore a lot of red dresses last night. She pulled out the red dresses. It was very into It was very subtle. It was very, like, I'm in a spicy Latin country, and I'm wearing a red dress that hugs my curves. But you know what? I was there for it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she looks great in red. Also, (laughs) though— Her first outfit where she had like the red pencil dress and a white coat that was just over her shoulders. She looked so much like a first lady. It was such like a state visit sort of costume where she gets off the plane and she's like, hello, people of Argentina. (laughs) A state visit of sorts. It was it was very um, diplomatic mission for love. Exactly. And. They're definitely, they built up a really solid special relationship between the U.S. and Argentina this week. (laughs) So Chris Harrison shows up because he actually exists this episode a little bit. I feel like they're really looking for jobs for Chris to do besides, say, prepare yourself, this is the final rose. 
He, like, yeah. doesn't even deliver cards anymore. Like, he's not there. The card appears on the ottoman. They were like, shit, we really need to give Chris a few more therapy sessions. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. baby. <laughs> and I think that JoJo kind of needs more therapy sessions, so it's surprising to me. Like, one of the things that she said before Chris even showed up was— because on the last episode, we saw her go out with Robbie, and he said that he loved her very soon in the relationship. <laughs> and she was like, and that felt really good. But also, you know, it's scary because the last two guys who told me they loved me, it didn't work out. And I was like, yeah. Yes, that's that's, that's literally what happens when you go through breakups and yeah. then you're on a reality show single and yeah. you've had a past relationship. Like if that weren't true, then you wouldn't be here because you would presumably be in one of those relationships and that's just one of those things that also, like dating is we about. don't need to hear about ben anymore why like, is this excessive referencing every her last time. yeah every season time. and like, then she's always it. like we i know. know because i have to talk about my ex who <laughs> wasn't brought up in this conversation but now i'm going to talk also, about him. all the men are like yes we we are aware you were, in fact, on The Bachelor. And it was all on television. Yeah. yeah. And none of them are unaware of The Bachelor, apparently, because they all don't know that there's not more than one two-on-one date, which was crazy. Chris was like, here's another two-on-one date. And they were like, oh, shit, there's another one. Like, yeah. they're aware of the rules. Well, and he was... <laughs> Chris had to be sort of like, this is the first time. That, and I was I appreciated that because I didn't remember if yeah, this was same. the first time or not. There's never been two two-on-ones before. So Chris shows well, up I, to I tell them I had a feeling that. that there was going to be another two-on-one just because the first one came so early. Mm-hmm. But this is really close early. together. And they did sort of do it in a half-hearted way with Emily and— um, Haley, oh, yeah, that's true. The twins, sorry, I was being unclear. On Ben's season, the twins sort of have a sort of oh, they half-ass two-on-one, and then that wasn't framed as a two-on-one, but that's what it was. Um, and that's when he sent Haley home. Did he and have any he, other? Yeah, with Olivia. Oh, right, of course. Remember? Yeah, so he did have two two-on-ones, of course. <laughs> they had they had the traditional like villain and and yes. and villain's enemy two-on-one with Emily and and Olivia. Mm. So Emily got to go on multiple two-on-ones. And she won both of them. Yeah, and that worked out so well for her. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. Okay, so... Wells gets the first one-on-one. Oh, Wells. Uh, I can't even talk about it. It's It's like emotionally devastating and too much. I've... Claire and I were discussing this last night, but this is the first time we have had a genuine crush yes. on someone that we've watched on this show, and it's a disturbing feeling. Yeah, I was weird. like analyzing myself. I was like, "Is there something wrong with me that I'm like actually into?" Someone? And then no. I went on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, oh, the whole internet feels this way." Yeah. Okay, yeah. they just only ever have like bro jocks on this show, right? So everyone's like, "Oh my god, this guy, he." He can yeah. speak sentences. <laughs> He's I feel a little like we'd go artsy. on a date and we'd have a conversation that I would have like, sentences and thoughts in it and jokes maybe even. <laughs> it was like at the point where I was scrolling through his Instagram and I was like, he likes dogs. I like dogs. Yeah. <laughs> we have so much in common. We have so much in I common. I mean, the good news for me is um, I can never be with Wells because I'm – engaged and that's the only reason but um <laughs> i step off claire yeah i comfort myself that's great now you can be my i comfort woman, myself so. with knowing that he does not like cats and <laughs> yeah. i'm a cat person i love dogs too but he i don't also know if i could doesn't live with one. like pizza which is the one strike against him you would get all the pizza although yeah then maybe I, he would just give me an entire pizza right and he probably can spell margarita which is Amazing compared that to the rest. So of them. funny, but we'll, oh, we can get to that yeah. later. Um, <laughs> no, the the thing about Wells. I mean, I've had definitely guys before, like when Nick Vile was on. I was like kind of defensive of him. Like I saw certain things in him that that reminded me of guys that I liked. Broy of the final two, right? And I didn't get why people hated him, so I felt a little defensive of him. But I wasn't like swooning. Then, like, right. Sean was a great guy, but, like, not my type at all. Right. Ben was I great, but felt Ari, like my little brother. I thought Ari and Jeff with one F were both cute. Yeah, But Jeff they with weren't. I wasn't. Well, I wasn't like, oh, I would see you yeah. in real life and try to date you. I liked Ari a lot, <laughs> but, like, he was, he was too cocky for me. I feel like I like when Wells just seems so, like, he's like me. I really? think I just concluded that I like men who aren't that confident. And he's like, <laughs> that's okay. Or, 
Or have too many abs <laughs> yes. that are visible. <laughs> I just he's want like, someone cuddly who will soak up all the love, you know? And he seems like he can actually hold an intelligent conversation. That too. Which, which is, is always a plus. And yeah, and a un- unique on this <laughs> franchise. Yeah. <laughs> so his date card says, Besame, Besame Muchacho. So a little play on Besame Mucho. Oh, hilarious. They're really up in the game. <laughs> Keep them coming. But, and then clearly the producers were like, would you like to explain to the guys what this is about? <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm never, I'm the only one who's never kissed JoJo. And all of them just look shocked. They handled they can, it so immaturely. They cannot believe that someone has made it this far without <laughs> making out with JoJo. Like what, <sighs> I should know this, but what week are we in? Six. Six. So, it actually is weeks? pretty top eight. That is pretty long. It's okay. pretty long. All right, I'll give them that. Yeah, they're so. But they, also, they haven't I think, had a I lot of Wells good one-on-one has had time. no time with her. Yeah, I yeah. think she. You know, you get the feeling that she's kind of keeping him around because he is a nice person. She likes him enough. Yeah, he's cute and he seems to get along with the other guys. So why not keep someone like that around? Like there, there's always that middle pack of men yeah. that the lead or women that the lead keeps around because. They enjoy them, but they have no romantic interest in them. That's fair. It's just so. Uh, but it's JoJo so clearly sad. has terrible taste in men. She because does. Wells yeah. would be number one. Wells and Derek. But all, the yeah. way all the guys acted when he said that was just so. It was like being in sixth grade, and everyone finds out that you know one of the guys has a date, and they're like, "Ew." <laughs> they're just truly all eight year olds. This yeah. whole episode, they're all eight year olds. It's so. Funny to She's watch. She's a first grade teacher. Yeah, she came in to pick up Wells, and one of them made like a little like, "Oh, are you guys gonna kiss finally?" And they all like, like <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, that's really funny." She was not having. I love those moments for JoJo. That's yeah. when I really like her. I think she really shines when she's just shutting men down. <laughs> she's just like, "Thank you for your really immature insight." Yeah, okay, uh, bye. goodbye. Um, so they go to Fuerza Bruta. Which is so cool. They've used that before on, uh, I think the first time I ever saw Forza Bruta on TV was on an episode of America's Next Top Model years ago. That definitely oh, seems I like a yeah, good they modeling did some like photo shoots. Yes. Yeah. Forza Bruta style. It's also like showing here. It's right? in New York. Like, there's a yeah. show Th- here. This is not an Argentinian. So only our, situation. <laughs> our Argentinian things that we've chosen are soccer and a show that is also in many other locations. But, I mean, and a rendition of "Don't Cry for Me, Argentina," it's a which cos- you can't sing anywhere else, Julia. It's a cosmopolitan so world, guys. You know, we all have soccer now. You're right. Um, we all have Fuerza Bruta. Yeah. So they they watch a little bit of Fuerza Bruta, which is you know people dancing basically suspended in a pool above them, and then they get to get in the water. And finally, they make out because they're they're literally like grasping at each other's half naked bodies. If there was ever a time, it was I. If I were Wells, I would have choked so hard. I know how did (laughs) he almost did? It was like that Justin Bieber performance where like it's just pouring rain on him, and he's got that like hat on, and he's like, I can kind of say the words. That's how I felt. Oh god! It's like you're gonna drown both of you (laughs) right here. Yeah, JoJo was like, come here. And then and she just, clearly the, the producers had been talking to both of them about it because afterwards she just cheers and says, yeah, we did it. Yeah. And you could tell she was kind of directing that to someone yeah. off camera. Yeah. Aww. I felt bad for him. I know. I, I know. <laughs> that's the other thing is like, I saw that and I was like, I love that like playful sort of feeling. And that's what I would want in a relationship. Like when but we, we if know Luke like Jojo grabbed well my enough. face and was like, passion, I'd be like, okay, dude, like, calm down. <laughs> Step up. Right. Like, and that is, so again, why we do not have the same taste in men as yeah. Jojo does. Jojo but we, we know not Jojo well enough girls. now to know that she is more into the Luke variety of passion. I don't know. We're at the point where I don't like anyone left, which means, like, <laughs> we're getting close to the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're that making happen. <laughs> so, of um, course, they give Wells the artsy date. They do Fuerza Bruta. They make out. Then they do some weird performance art where they run. With Fuerza and, Bruta. Is that with yeah. Fuerza? Okay, I was so confused by that. They, they did a weird thing, though, where he was, like, supposed to run. And he was, like, in place, suspended by a wire. And then there's, like, a fake gunshot. And he's supposed to, like, go limp. But he, like, is, like, clearly, like, kind of nervous about doing that. He just sort of, like, stops running. 
It's also like the least sexy thing ever. Like pretend yes. to get shot in the chest now. Yeah, and then she like walks past him in a coat and looks at him <laughs> and then falls onto him. But of course, of course, they gave him the artsy date. Yeah, yeah, but they also gave him like the most awkward date, and it was just like Wells is so awkward and nerdy. But like you're making him look awkward. Also, and nerdy. in the yeah. real world, this guy is not awkward and nerdy. Exactly, he's like I the know. dream of the awkward nerdy guy that everyone is actually in love with, even the hot girls. He's yeah. like the J school bro who like you would want to date. Yeah, There's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that's what I'm. I, I was always like, this is the kind of guy that I would try to like get the attention of when I was online <laughs> dating, and he'd be like, I am besieged by hot girls right now. Yes. So he's step like, off. I date JoJo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then I see all these tweets that are like, Oh, Wells is never gonna get out of the friend zone. He's like the president of the friend zone. He's just, and I'm just like, You're like, no, he does fine. He does fine. Also, let's stop pretending the friend zone is a real yes, thing. It's not vomiting. a real. Thing. All over my keyboard. <laughs> he Wells makes a comment it's like the neurotic, terrified Wells is finally falling away. And my first reaction was just like, no, I I like your neuroses. Yeah. That's <laughs> that, what's appealing. That's why all us like New York based women who tweet yes. about the Bachelor. Yeah, we're like, yeah we, we know this person. <laughs> um. So then they they go to dinner. And they talk about past relationships, which is Jojo's favorite thing, because then she can be like, I talk about my past relationship all the time. His name is Ben. We dated on television. And, and you read all about my other past relationship in In Touch magazine. Yeah. Like just last more? week. And so he tells her that basically his last serious relationship, they lit, like were together for several years and lived together and they just sort of fell out of love and it was just a friendship and so they had to go their separate ways and she heard that he is someone who can fall out of love with someone and that <laughs> is not what she wants to fizz- hear fizzled and that is very disturbing to her <laughs> the yeah. most real conversation anyone's ever had on this show i feel like it was and she was like no, undateable. <laughs> yeah, she was like, here's the thing. I want to be with someone where it'll be effortless and the spark will never go out. And all we'll ever do is look at each other and begin passionately kissing. And you know what I mean? Like, I think that I can find that. And he was like, no, you can't. <laughs> he was so cynical and he, lovely. He was like, I hope yeah, you find what same. you're looking for, but yeah, like, you're not you going won't. to. <laughs> She's so Good young. luck with the 26-year-old professional athletes that you have left. Yeah, that spark is never going to go out. But it might turn into something a little more scary. Just something to think about. And yeah, so she picks up the rose. And she says, I can't give you this rose so mean. You were an incredible human being, but I don't know if you're the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And then all of Twitter alternately uh, got excited because Wells is back on the market and got very depressed because now we live in a post-Wells bachelorette world. So true. Wells started trending on Twitter. Was it really? Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my. I went through his at mentions because I'm creepy and I was like, (laughs) you were getting infinite marriage proposals on the internet today. He yeah. replied to no Oh, yeah. Them. Okay, well, that's good to know. Him. I thought he it was just He did save us. Claire's tweet about... Oh, did he? ...that, you, you, like, your hair was falling out because he he's did? so cute. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and he faved one of mine tweets. So he did not <laughs> respond. He did not respond to our... Um, proposals to have him on the show. Wells, if you're out there. Wells, come on the (laughs) show. We're starting a guerrilla social media (laughs) campaign. Uh, If anyone listening to this could take the time to tweet at Wells that he should come on here to make friends. Last week we, last week we asked people to follow Robbie's ex on Instagram and people really delivered. I've never been so honored. Yeah. So we really need you now to tweet at Derek and Wells and tell them that our show is awesome and they need to come on. We won't accost them in the office. At all. So we need to probably move on from Wells. Um, I'm getting a little out of control. We get to the group date with all the dudes left except for Derek and Chase. A weird one. Derek was like, oh, well, so I guess it's like may the best connection with JoJo, you know, progress. And (laughs) Alex like throws himself in front of Chase and is like, no, it's like may the best man win. Win. (laughs) It's like, Alex, this doesn't concern you. So many aggro men left. 
Yeah. So many. <laughs> by by the day of the day uh, by the day of the two on one date, Chase was just like, Don't look at me. Don't look at me, bro. Don't look at me in the eyes. It's like, calm down. <laughs> you have to get also, through this day without killing each other. Total Chase basilisk. has no ability to make any facial expressions. Oh my god, he is stone faced. <laughs> His face does not, does not change. Move. He's say it's like a the way that you hear Botox highly Botoxed women parodied. That they have to yeah. say all their emotions because you can't see any of them. That's exactly <laughs> how Chase is. Yeah. And he's so confused why JoJo can never read his passion. It's yeah. so stressful to <laughs> like, watch. I keep telling her that I'm opening up to her. How does she not <laughs> realize? And his, he uses Wait, kind of a monotone, you, too. You think I'm not giving anything back? <laughs> okay, group date. Um, so all Luke, the other dudes. Robbie, Jordan, James, T, and Alex. They go into the Boca district. Music, tango, food. Yeah. I 95% thought that they said that there was music and tingling. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, tangoing. Okay, that makes more sense. Uh, oh, but first they have the uh, soccer date. I was really scared James Taylor was going to be the only one to not make a goal. So, yeah. So, the, first they're goal. playing a little, like, five-on-five five street soccer with obviously just some random men they found who were in no way <laughs> rounded up by producers. <laughs> and then, like, they're like, we're going to do a little competition. The goalie from the other team is going to stand against the wall and try to block the shots. And then whoever makes the goal gets to kiss the girl, regardless of how she feels about it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and all of the macho guys are really, really overconfident about it. And then I think James is the only one who makes his. And then Robbie tries to pay off the goalie, right? Yeah, and he still <laughs> blocks it. Yeah, and then he's like, give me my money back, bro. <laughs> so then they James Taylor gets the kiss, and he really delivers the little tiny peck. And he's on a very so... quick train heading to I Love JoJoville. Oh, God. <laughs> so bad. And then they carry JoJo off on their shoulders. Why does this keep happening? Is JoJo asking? Like, it's, please I don't, It's carry every me? episode. I just, like, I don't remember the last time I was carried by a person. Yeah. And definitely <laughs> like, not multiple people. I don't think I've ever been like, carried wait, by JoJo, multiple people. We're not sure you can walk. <laughs> we need to Ariana Grande this shit. You can't do this yourself. <laughs> and then after uh, the football date, Robbie tweeted... Um, you know, the best Ugh. part of this date was getting to carry my trophy off the field with like a oh, picture of no. this. And I was like, You're like, you don't oh. actually call Everything women hurts. tangible items. That's not, that's a weird. It was just very cavemanish. Um, but I do think <laughs> that JoJo's into it because it keeps happening. So they move on to the second half of the date. Yes. And the main thing I took away from this half of the date is that the camera loves zooming in on Luke's crotch. We got a lot of Luke crotch shots. Yeah. And like JoJo's hands on his leg. Was something going on down there? I don't think the anything was going slipping? on down there. I think they just wanted to imply <laughs> that something could because there was a lot of slurping sounds oh, and like sounds. making out Also deeply. the breathing this episode. Heavy breathing. Yeah. I've heard it before because I'm sure their mics are really close, but like, oh my God. I Everyone think they also add like, some of it in post. Do they really? What if they to call make them sound. back in and we're like, can you just do that again? Just like another. Yeah. <gasps> That's what I want to know is where do they get these noises? Like, because I've seen things about like sound mixing and how they work and how they make the noises and they have to get really creative to make noises that sound like hooves on cobblestones or whatever. Like coconuts or something. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> how python. were they possibly making those noises? Like, were they like, I'm gonna, like, lick applesauce off of a plate. <laughs> I'm gonna make out with my coworker just platonically so that we can capture the noises. Do they bring in a cat and have the cat, like, clean its butt? Because that's what my cat sounds like when she cleans her butt. I don't know. Just a lot of things that were going through my mind that they could possibly be doing. I feel like those are far more creative than <laughs> what do you guys think? actually occurring, which is like yeah, one or, man uh, in a Luke was movie. just heavy breathing and <laughs> yeah, or he's uh, a Darth breather. Look out! <laughs> yeah. So she makes up with Luke a lot. Um, she <laughs> she talks to James Taylor and he makes the fatal mistake of shit talking Jordan. Yeah. Clearly the guy she likes the best. really inarticulately. 
If you're going to go in on someone, you have to have a specific instance to bring up. You have to yeah. back up your claims. Instead, he just said, he's Jordan Rogers. And she said, <laughs> what does that mean? Which yeah. is a, a fair question. question. <laughs> he's just like, oh, you know. He's, he's like celebrity just, and people are going to listen to him because I'm Jordan. I have a billion watt smile and I'm in magazines. It's like, is that really? A- like, I don't think most people knew who Jordan Rogers was yeah. before this. Absolutely and, not. I, do I think, certainly had no idea he existed. I do think that James Taylor is describing a real fault of Jordan's because I think that we can see that when Jordan is in a conflict with, like, a relatively normal guy in the house, he quickly gets very, like, dismissive and very, like, well— you know, I don't have to listen to you, bro. Like, yes. I'm in the right. And look, I've met people with that personality type. I mm-hmm. think I but think James it's a personality thing. Taylor did also, not address it in a way. And it's way also that, not actually something that makes sense to go to the lead about. Right. He's like, people I don't get like coffee. this people, guy. People act like jerks in different situations. Like, that's... yeah. That's life. And, yeah, if you get a bunch of men in a house who are all... Well, but if you really are like, oh, I'm worried that JoJo is not seeing the side of him. I don't want her to end up with someone who she doesn't fully grasp the nature of. That's like a falling on your sword moment. Like she's not going to She's not going to like that you and if then you like you. She might question Jordan more and be more aware of that and if that's all you want to accomplish then you just have to accept that she's not going to pick you now, definitely. But I think he did it as a little <laughs> bit of a oh maybe this would benefit me. That never works. And it never works. Never works. You know that a producer was building him up and was like, you know, I saw Jordan being a real jerk to you during that game of cards. I need to like, bring it yeah. up to JoJo. Let's talk about poker. And JoJo yeah. was like, this is a mature argument. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really He's enjoying like, this. Obviously, she goes right to Jordan and says, you know, I believe James. He's a genuine soul. I don't and I don't like entitled men. She says she doesn't like that. She doesn't like entitlement. Then, she does though is the thing. She does like entitled men. Like she she doesn't <laughs> realize that she likes that, but she does. Thus begins the question, what does the word entitlement mean? <laughs> Which no one uh, can answer apparently. Jordan certainly does not know, but he knows he's not it. It's definitely yeah. not him. It's definitely not him. He's not sure what it means, but it's definitely not him. Yeah. And then he comes back very heated up with his glass of, of menacing Pinot white Grigio. wine. Yes. And sits next to James Taylor and begins aggressively swirling it in the way that one does to— <laughs> and everyone's like, to, you, you okay, bro? It's like he's at a wine tasting. <laughs> he's doing that, like, wine-tasting swirl, but, like, he's going to hurt someone with it. I expected, like, a full pony boy moment. In his, like, leather jacket, he, like, smashes the glass on the ground and he's, like, ready to go. Yeah, he looked straight, out of, he looked straight out of Greece or something. He and Luke together yeah. were just, like, Dallas. They dressed pony together. Boy. It was adorable. Do we think um, this is the end of the Jordan-James friendship? It seems like it. They probably got over it after the show, but maybe. I hope they sat down and they were like, poker bro, and they were like, poker, not... An issue. Let's go. Let's be friends again. <laughs> Let's just never play poker together again. I really liked when Jordan was just like, how is one entitled when stating that the rules of a game <laughs> are such? <laughs> it was like, when we're just, it was you're just stating that they are such. Okay? <laughs> so how does one weird. act entitled? Five-year-old Jordan totally was the kid who like made up the rules to the game and then told you that those were the rules. Yeah. And so then you played the game and they and always was so win. confident yeah. about it that you just believed him and gave right. in, gave in to it. Yeah. It really like triggers something for me, maybe because I have like an older brother. But like <laughs> this feeling of like, no, you do not tell me that the rules of the game are such. I know things too, okay? And I know about these other rules, and they are real, okay? They're real rules. And I then I'm like <sighs> It's fine. It's fine. This is all on television. And (laughs) so in the end, JoJo is like, I'm actually not going to give the rose to either of you petulant bros. I'm going to give the rose to Luke, who thus far has received a near-perfect edit. Yeah, he was just like cradling her gently and worshipping her mouth with his mouth. I have a feeling that if he ever has a flaw, it's going to be framed as a really appealing flaw. Like, he just doesn't have enough of a sense of humor. Yeah, He's just so he passionate so and serious all the time. Yeah. 
I think he's going to get like a Lauren B style flaw. Like, is it too good to be true? His abs oh, are too yeah. hard. Yeah. His face <laughs> is too, too chiseled. chiseled. <laughs> <laughs> I like his face like doesn't work for me. But I mean, it works for Jojo. It works for Jojo. We and are that's team what Jojo matters. here. Yeah. And the more that we see of them, the more it reminds me of Chris Harrison's Texan romance novel, The Perfect Letter. And oh, like is this, that a thing that you've read? Oh, it is. Heck yes. It is. And he's like the smoldering Texas man who's like a real man, you know? He's not like her nerdy publishing boyfriend back at home. He's like got hard <laughs> muscles and he makes her feel alive. And he has, he's, he's from Texas. Yeah, I grew up in Texas <laughs> slash went to high school in Texas. And he is every boy with a pickup truck in like a brown oh. fuzzy coat. <laughs> I can like picture yeah. the coat that he would wear in my high school. Oh, God. Oh, there's so many of them. We're going to take a short break, but stick around. After the break, we'll hear from Julia what actually goes on at an open casting call for The Bachelor. Don't miss it. If you want to bring coziness into your life, uh, and I mean, who doesn't, (laughs) turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially right now, because the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite Lux home blanket. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort as their collection of ultra soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials. And their products make the perfect gifts too. I would certainly love to be given something from Barefoot Dreams. I just acquired the robe. And it is like the softest robe I have ever put on my body. It's so cozy. It's so warm. It's beautiful. It has a nice drape and weight to it. I wear it whenever I have the opportunity. I just want to wear it constantly. And I think everyone should have that kind of comfort and coziness in their lives. For Love to See It with Emma and Claire listeners, you can get 15% off of your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code LTSI15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams' soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer 
running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online only model, they have some pretty delightful prices too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, high Tyler Cameron, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. Plus, they're dedicated to really thoughtful craftsmanship that honestly stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. I have long been an article girly, like every room of my house my house, my apartment, (laughs) you can see article furniture in. Most recently, we updated our balcony, you know, just in time. It's finally balcony season again, finally warming up in New York. And I have been out there with my coffee, sitting in the toady beach sand dining chair, which is a great little lounger for a small space. Again, New York City apartment. And uh, it just really, like, elevates our deck. That and the ottoman we bought to go with it, so comfortable, so chic, also can withstand a whole lot of rain. So important. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. They're having their Memorial Day sale from May 13th to May 27th, which would be the perfect time to use your store credit on top of sale prices. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list, as they should, because it's very important. If that's you, then make this year the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Wow, that is really fast. Their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning link Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. I personally used Babbel before I headed off to Paris for three weeks, and it was so helpful just kind of giving me back the basic understanding of French, allowing me to interact with people in restaurants, in shops, and, you know, just not make a total fool of myself when in a foreign country. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. Before we get back to the show, have you had a chance to find Here to Make Friends on iTunes? If not, now is the perfect time to subscribe and give us a rating. Every time we get a new subscription or review, our show climbs the iTunes chart, which helps other people discover our show. Okay, now back to the show. Now it's time for the two-on-one date, um, which miraculously Derek is still alive for because <laughs> Chase was getting pretty aggressive by, with his by the words, morning of. not with his face. Ever. Yeah. Although he could probably like do some damage with just his face. <laughs> it's so <laughs> chiseled. It's, it's like a it's like a sort of axe shape. <laughs> um so Derek is feeling very confident going into this date. He's like a little smiley. He's like, we have a great connection. Chase is also 
somewhat confident. But he's like, I'm taking this so like, seriously, bro. This isn't a laughing matter. Yeah, he gets really angry I that Derek is smiling <laughs> and laughing. Yeah. This is a battle. It's a, this is they're a going war. into battle they're together to... against each other. Oh, he did say that. Yeah. Oh. And what way to do battle? Then to tango in a little threesome. <laughs> Classic. Oh. It was just. It was very center stage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that final scene where she's torn between the two. Yeah, I and mean, she's really dancers. torn between them. It's like fate. <laughs> it's like they were really beating us over the this... head with the metaphors. <laughs> JoJo even is narrating like. First, I'm in Chase's arms, and I can feel the passion. But then, because of the choreography, I'm in Derek's arms. Wild. <laughs> because of this date that we arranged beforehand. And because of the actual choreographed steps of <laughs> yeah. this dance, specifically. No, Yeah, she's like, this is about a tango where you're torn between two men. And that's just how I feel right now. It's like, whoa. <laughs> how did that happen? And Chase just stone faces. Tangoing on a two-on-one is incredibly stressful. Because <laughs> that sounds so funny. True. Yeah. yeah. He's like, a two-on-one is already stressful, but then tango dancing on a two-on-one I guess that is, fair. is incredibly I guess that is stressful. Fair. And um, none of them seem, like, particularly dancey. Like, they're not very good, any no, of them. No, So it's, like, hard to But watch. the dances were a little bit sexy. They like, were okay, sexy. I could see, of all the things that you have to do on a two-on-one, at least they had an activity. It wasn't just, like, go into the woods with machetes and <laughs> stare at each other. Yeah, they really wanted some shit to go down on that date. <laughs> we knew so early on Derek was going home. Oh, don't say Because he that. keeps saying, oh, I'd hope. I'm so open. I have such a connection. And then at one point, he says JoJo's the most amazing woman. And he says, I'm falling for you. And she just says, I appreciate that. (laughs) It's not the thing you want to hear. I think he's too open. I think that when... When she has a guy who is open with her, she's like, this is what I want and it's already happening. So that's not that interesting. When it's Chase, she has to be really aggressive with it, she has to she confront likes to, him. She likes to be the one one to do a little bit of the work. Yeah, and then wants is, to pull the openness out right. of them. She's like, "I just want you to be more open. Why are you holding back?" And then he's like, "I guess I'm scared, and I have feelings for you." And she's like, "This is what I want. I want you to be vulnerable with me." It's like it was so okay. bizarre. And Derek literally just did the exact same thing, except yeah. with no coercion, right? And apparently, that's not really what she, she definitely wants. Just to feel like she's the one woman who can, like, pry a little bit of emotion out of... Right. And Chase even says, like, it's really new for me to have to express these things. He's like, ready for like marriage. Like, the very basic <laughs> level of, I like you. Oh, God. This is new to him. I just felt like all of his exes must be watching this, like, oh, God. Yeah. Typical. Yeah, That's being an ex of someone who goes on one of these shows is just miserable. Yeah. If you had some sort of like traumatic fiery breakup though, and you like had some sort of hatred for this human to like watch them on television kind of be dumb would be like no, o- no only if they got kicked off like the f- second week yeah that's true if they went if really far, far we're sitting there and and then they always throw their exes under the bus like yeah. she just didn't love me enough or i just didn't she was just not great i'd I, rather be she didn't love me enough i hate it when they're just like i just I didn't, didn't love her feel, enough i didn't feel anything for I, her I'm, I'm, I'm looking for someone really exceptional and i, just <laughs> that I would be like fuck you <laughs> Because, like, especially, like, I don't know, like, when when I, like, really care about someone and we break up, then I'm like, we are both amazing people and we didn't work out because we're not right for each other. Like, let's not get into this whole, like, who isn't amazing enough thing, (laughs) you know. But then you go on The Bachelorette and and all that they want to hear is, she wasn't amazing enough. You are amazing. But you are, JoJo. You are amazing enough. Right, that's the line. Even if it's not true, that's kind of how the X conversation goes. Yeah. Unless, like, to circle back to Wells, because we should always. Um, You're awesome, and you're like, no, we just fell out of love. She doesn't want to hear that. That was sweet. That's the thing. JoJo wants to hear that she is so awesome that she will. That no one could ever fall out of love No one could ever fall out of love with her. Like, his ex should have just been, like, great, but then he realized that he could do better, and that better person was someone like JoJo. And she would be like, you'll never fall out of love with me. Yay. It's perfect. (laughs) 
I did feel like it was okay for Derek to say that about his ex, though, because I'm pretty sure she cheated on him and ended their relationship. Remember that? Yes. And he also didn't go into a lot of details. Yeah. I didn't find... I found that to be fine. Um, so then Chase... Uh, well, JoJo and Chase have this conversation where she's like, I feel you're not really giving me anything back. And he's like, I'm shocked to hear that, looking completely impassive. And then he's like, I guess I'm just scared. And I don't want to be scared. But I guess I can try to be more open with you. And she's like... I, I think I know who to pick now. <laughs> now that I've pried that out of him. So she she goes back, says goodbye to Derek. And Derek gets into a van oh. and just starts just starts weeping. Just gently weeping. While Chase and Jojo have a private concert where they are serenaded with Don't Cry For Me Argentina. Oh my god. And the editing was just masterful. <laughs> okay, this is rivals the Chad and the Bear situation where I was like, this is a montage that I will remember forever. It was my entire so life. There's something good. very his, weird going on with the editing tears. this season. There's like, this past episode we had two people sent home on like smaller dates and both of their exits were edited in this very indie drama. Unbelievable. Like, oh, right. It's Slow like JoJo was in, and... in the artificial rain at a rave when Wells was leaving. Yeah. I forgot that she had to go to that by herself. It looked horrible to go to with someone <laughs> so else. Terrible. And then it's her by herself and she's just like naked people. And <laughs> I don't just know. It's like crazy. Weeping. Yeah. And then s- sort of slow, like gauzy shots of her <laughs> looking pensive. <laughs> And him driving away, looking heartbroken. And it's like, this is not the Bachelorette that I recognize. But I enjoyed be. it a little bit. They were getting oh, really artsy. They're just getting, like, way overqualified producers. That, like, must be it. Because there's this pan of... <laughs> they show, like, the orchestra starting Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. And you, like, know what's happening. And then it pans up. And you see the woman standing on the balcony, which happened a lot also this episode. And she starts singing and it's like, oh, my God, that was masterful. It's just like such a weird thing, too, to have as a private concert unless you're planning to intercut it with someone leaving. Exactly. Like you're not like, oh, this is so romantic. We're being sung to by a single woman alone in a hall. I would (laughs) prefer that to being forced to go to a concert and stand on a tiny little raised stage. So... Yes. Cocktail party. Cocktail oh, party. But first, can yes. we talk about Derek speaking in the third person in the limo? <laughs> I oh. didn't even get that. Yeah, I, I missed that. Lie. And then I saw that it had oh. happened on Twitter. It was what so bad. Say? You know, I don't even remember. It was like, Derek doesn't do this. And then it was like, <laughs> why am I crying? Why am I crying? I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> and it was just so depressing. It was just like Cupcake. <laughs> yeah, Cupcake <laughs> tweeted at... At Derek last night was like, I feel you, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, why so am I crying? crying? Stop it. Stop crying. Stop crying, Derek. <laughs> um, yeah, that was hard to watch. And then uh, Jenny McCarthy tweeted at Derek, is it wrong that I have a maniacal laugh while watching Derek cry? And he Sick clapped back really back. impressively. He said, this is as acceptable as your fight against vaccines. Hashtag oh, science. <laughs> Get him. So yeah. confirming our theory that uh, Derek might actually be a Democrat. And is amazing. That yeah. makes two. He believes in evidence-based science. I think Evan maybe and oh, Wells Evan. maybe. Okay, you're right. That yeah. means like four because uh, Canadian right. made Trump comments. Dan- <laughs> right. Daniel clearly, Daniel. clearly not knows? a fan of Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so then... They go to the cocktail hour. It's very tense. Jordan is stewing over James Taylor's comments about his entitlement (laughs) and integrity. Alex is like, why am I here? Fair. I'm asking the same thing. (laughs) Why is Alex Alex there? Alex and James very much know that they are not going to (laughs) win. Yeah. Well, Alex knows he and James aren't going to win. James seems like he thinks maybe he could Convince JoJo to love him. A little fawn in the Which, I'm sorry, James, it's it's not happening. (laughs) The two of them are certainly going home next week. (laughs) Yeah. um, I was kind of excited. They kept teasing that she wasn't going to give out her final rose. And I was like, okay, whenever they do this, 
it's because she wants to give out two final roses and not send anyone home. I was hoping. But they drew it out right we until the end. We were really hoping that she was just going to send them both home. But yeah. it would have been too quick to get to the final four. Yeah. We're not at home. yet. I'm sure that's yet. part of the problem. Yeah, they, she sent they home need to drag it out a little week. longer. Um, yeah, and so Alex talks to JoJo, and he, she's like, I don't want you to feel like you're behind. We just need more time. And I was like, he's behind. Like, and he he's knows not he's catching behind. Up. He's not a stupid person. Yeah, he's not wrong. Yeah, he's completely on. He's on the nose about it. She must have known then that she was going to have to keep them all. <laughs> they must have told her to, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Or there's no could, other, option. or that she could, because yeah. also because she sent someone home on the one on one, which didn't have to happen. So I think that left room for a little bit of flexibility. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, I can't give this out, and I was like. I wouldn't be able to either. <laughs> Cut them both. <laughs> yeah, they they were looking pretty. Well, James is still pretty beat up. Yeah, Bruce is not healing as quickly as one would hope. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty hangdog. Um, I think that Jordan being upset really got to him. Which, like, what did you expect? Um, and what did Jordan and JoJo sort of made up a little bit? Yeah, before the rose ceremony. They made up. He he says to her, he wants to be engaged at the end of this, and he thinks they can get there, and he wants to, quote, do life with her. Life stuff. So just end the show. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's over. Done. It's done. It's he went there. He said, I, I'll get engaged to you. Like, this is—I'm sorry. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm starting to think that Luke might, might pull this off. He's just getting such a good edit, it makes me think that— they're making a play for next Bachelor for him. Yeah. He mm-hmm. also, I feel like both of their edits are... It's like JoJo aside. got a better edit than Lauren did last season. Yeah, that's true. I have a hard time, like, more and more imagining her coming down to the end and seeing Jordan as a solid bet. It doesn't seem wise, but she's 25. Right, but then she has <laughs> all these... pro athletes. Yes. <laughs> but then she has all, like, we have those teasers of her being like, I fell in love with you, but I just can't. I have to believe that's a misdirect. Every season, they tease something dramatic, and almost never is it something that dramatic. I mean, I don't think that it would be dramatic for her to tell the second-place guy, I love you, but you're not the guy for me, and then to choose Luke. I think that would be a pretty normal I think conclusion. that could happen. I I don't think like it's so going to—I think it's going to be Jordan at the end. I don't, but we're going to see what we'll happens. We'll see. We'll see. Because um, we but, do not read spoilers, no. so we'll see. But Jordan gets a rose, and they all get roses. So Happy fam. What the hell are we even talking about? <laughs> but Alex gets pretty upset. Well, when she leaves, she says, uh, Alex and James Taylor are the ones left. Chris is like, it's time for the final rose. She walks out. She's like, I can't. I can't do this. I can't give out this rose. Alex is very indignant. He's like, I want JoJo to come here to do what she's here to do and give me a rose, basically. Yeah. Like, you That's had not... one job. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you had one job, JoJo. <laughs> to give out all these roses right now. Um, but then he gets one yeah. and he's like, I don't want your pity rose. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, not what do you stupid. Want, also, he's correct. He is, he is correct. correct. both did get. Sure, I'll keep you around one more week, maybe two, if I only send one person home next week. It's just funny, the the change in demeanor from when he thought Derek got a pity rose and he was so smug and dickish about it. And now he's got the pity rose and he's like, just a mess. He's like, I don't want a pity rose, you know? Like, we just got pity roses and this is like, what's the point? And I was like, oh, he's like falling apart at the seams. Also, I'm so sorry, but that's how this works. Yep. Like she keep, keeps people around she's not actually into. Or else the show would right. be over. Yeah. She's probably she's And that's done. exactly what it's Alex like she's actually, into about three people. That's the same thing Robbie, Alex even said. Luke and Jordan. Yeah. She's maybe a little into Chase. But anyone who gets rarely does yeah. someone win who, who's on a two on one. But that's the same thing that Alex said too, is he said, I hope that she picks one of us and does what she came here to do, basically. So he is very attached to the rules of her picking people, regardless of whether she wants them there or not. Seems like a rules kind of guy. Right. Until she does pick people and he's one of the people. And then he has to, like, confront the fact that he was the last choice, basically. I'm so and then nervous he's like, for his exit. Oh, oh I know. I, I feel like he's going to have, like, a Joe He's going to have a meltdown. Yeah. It's imminent. 
So before we wrap up, um, we want to hear a little bit about your potential journey to true love. Oh, I'll be there. Yeah. (laughs) Next season. So set the scene for us. (laughs) Explain exactly what you did. You went to an open casting call in New York City, right? Yes. So we looked up open casting calls. Of course, there's one in New York. Um, And it was me, one of our editors, Susie, and one of our editorial fellows, Zoe, who all went. Um, And it's six to eight right after work. We zoomed up um, and got in line with a million other people in like six inch heels and loose curls who had clearly taken the day off. What were you wearing? You want to be prepared. Oh, I was deeply unprepared. (laughs) Maybe those girls just wear that to work every day. Okay, maybe they do, though. Um, I had, like, jeans on. I forgot about it, so I had my gym bag with me, which was really (laughs) cute, especially when we're going through security, and they're like, can we check your bag? And I was like, don't touch anything in it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it was just, like, it was a lot more normal people than I thought would be there, but also a lot of people who I was like, hmm, you went to a salon first. I will go to a salon first. Totally. I mean, they're like, I get a blowout three times a year. This is going to be one of them. Absolutely. And those will be the people who get it. So, yeah, I don't think that would be enough to get me on the show, though, to be honest. So you waited in a really long line. Yes. More lines. Then you got into the actual (laughs) building. Yes. So the line was giant. There were people drinking in line. What? Did they bring drinks or were they? Well, the line was so long that I feel like once people got there, they were like, what are we going to do? Let's go get wine. So there was champagne behind us, wine ahead of us. Someone ordered a pizza, which I support 100%. Um, Respect. Yeah. And then people like brought stuff with them to have weird gimmicks. Um, And one girl brought her tiny little like five-month-old Yorkie. And so oh she's carrying God. the little Yorkie around. That and then, poor dog. Right? And then she's we gonna, get to the She's going to have to get another five-month-old Yorkie for her entrance on The Bachelor. I know. She's going <laughs> to be too old by then. <laughs> and the security guard is like, oh, we can't allow dogs in the building. And so she just leaves it outside while she goes into audition. <laughs> Sadist. That's like leaving your infant outside. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. So what does the actual audition entail? Did you have to fill out an extensive form? Yes. So you go through security. They give you a questionnaire. Um, and then they take your pictures. Headshot. Full body shot, obviously. Um, was anyone like, let me strip down to a bikini now? Yeah. I was like, should I take off all my clothes? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to just check? <laughs> um, what, are you, what are we working with there? <laughs> We'll let you know up front. <laughs> um, so then we filled out the questionnaires, which were absurd. Like, I expected a lot of questions that were like, what are your hobbies? Um, what do you look for? Which they asked a few of those, but mostly it was like height, weight, uh, number of tattoos. Like, they're very about the numbers. Wow. Um, Reminds me of the millionaire matchmaker. Yeah, totally. And then when they handed us the packet, the woman was like, you don't need to fill out the social security blank. And I was like, thank you for telling me I don't need to put my social security yeah, number on your application. why is there one? <laughs> what? For a background check? I assume so. Also, the idea that people would fill it out, like, they could have just gotten everyone's <laughs> social right. numbers, all of their identities. That like, is terrifying. It was silly. Um... So then you fill that out, and then you enter yet another line, which was a fun time. Um, and then they do, like, a two-minute on-camera interview with you. What did they it. ask you? Basically just questions that were on the packet. They were like, tell us about your dating history. What did you say? I was like, okay, you're going to need to sit down. This is four seconds long. <laughs> 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 I've had one boyfriend. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Should I leave now? Um, Where you like, and it was emotionally traumatizing. Yeah, you had to craft a narrative out of it. It's like once I did open myself up to love, but then he made me feel like I wasn't good enough because I'm. What we, would you our call relationship it? ended Unlovable. mutually. <laughs> no, I was like, we lived together, and then we just were friends. <laughs> they were like, we've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. from Wells <laughs> didn't work the first time. Um. And then that was it. We were done. Wow. It was so fast. I can't believe I was number 200. I was like in the middle of the pack. So I imagine there were at least four or 500 people there, which is crazy. Wow. 
That sounds like a fun way I to really spend an evening. I really want someone to get all the way in because I just want to send a mole. Oh my god! To tell me so all much. the secrets. I'm sure as soon as you write journalist on your packet, <laughs> they're, they're like, like goodbye. Hey, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had Izzy was like a blogger or something, right? Someone yeah, and Olivia blogger. was actually worked at a local news right. station. That's true. You have to leave your. You have to say I will yeah. put my career on hold one thousand percent for this. I wonder yeah. what my boss would say. <laughs> You have to wear a HuffPost t-shirt the whole time. (laughs) Oh, God. Wow, that sounds really frightening. It was not as scary as I thought it would be, but also just like... Like, I felt very much like I did not belong in that room. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would just feel so self-conscious in that kind of crowd. Well, I remember when I went to the Valentine's Day, like, bachelor auction with— It was, like, (laughs) Ashley, I threw it with all of the guys who were on the show. And, like, everyone there was in a bandage dress. Yes. And, like, six-inch stiletto sandals. It's a lot of—I mean, respect. It's just a lot of work. And I was—but I was just, like—I was, like, this isn't a casting. I was, like, you can pay a bunch of money— and one of these guys will spend half an hour with you, but like, they're not here to like date you. Like, this isn't. That's not. This actually isn't the first cocktail wants, party. This isn't. Wants to meet someone. Yeah, I, I was, was just like, like, it doesn't matter what you look like. But I could be there in jeans. I think I wore like tights and like a black shift or something, cool. and I looked super underdressed. <laughs> you were like, I'm in compared a to everyone else. And everyone else, <laughs> I was like, this is like a nice outfit, and I got there, and everyone <laughs> else was basically like looked like they were on the red carpet, but like tighter. So much effort. <laughs> I was um, like, they can all tell I played clarinet in high school. Like they know I was in marching band. <laughs> <laughs> so was Jennifer Garner. I think. Oh my god! I think I read that oh. somewhere. So she was so awkward. It could be me. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much for going on the inside and yeah, and back sharing this with this us. story. <laughs> what an adv- it was! You know, it was a journey. It was yeah. a journey to love. A very brief and wondrous <laughs> journey. I'm sure my husband was in the room. Probably. <laughs> and now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our very own patented Feminism Fail Scale. One, you do you, bro. Two, that's questionable. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. For this week's Feminism Fails, aside from all the guys acting pretty macho and aggro the whole time, we just had a few specific moments we wanted to highlight. First of all, Alex insists that the two-on-one date is about the best man winning because he can just never calm down about manhood and he needs to give it a try. We're going to give that a three. And then during the soccer date, the men say, if you make the goal, you get to kiss the girl like she's a prize. Jojo just doesn't even get a say in it. We're going to give that a four because, as we have to say again, women are not objects. They're humans. Yeah. And once again, they finish the soccer date by carrying Jojo off like a trophy. Can I give that a four? She does seem into these things, but the messaging that it's sending is pretty uncomfortable. Again, women, not trophies. (laughs) Just write that over and over again in your little notebooks. Yeah, on your chalkboard a (laughs) hundred times. And now for our tweet of the week. This week, it comes from Matt Belisai. That's at Matt Belisai. Watching grown men cry is the reason I own a television. I think that one's a shout out to you, Derek. Yeah. And same, honestly. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks so much to our guest, Julia Bush. And thanks to our producer, Nick Offenberg. Do you want to make our whole entire day? Here's an idea. Find Here to Make Friends on iTunes to subscribe and give us a rating. Every time we get a new subscription or review, our show climbs the iTunes chart, which helps other people find our show. And in related news, Here to Make Friends is now on Facebook. So please like us. It makes us feel so loved. And you'll see all the fun updates we post. 
You can also find us both on Twitter. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emily D. Rose. Or you can send us an email. We love those, you know, as, as long as they're kind. <laughs> uh, here to make friends at HuffingtonPost.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. I'm Alex Schwartz. I'm Nomi Fry. I'm Vincent Cunningham, and this is Critics at Large, a New Yorker podcast for the culturally curious. Each week, we're going to talk about a big idea that's showing up across the cultural landscape, and we'll trace it through all the mediums we love. Books, movies, television, music, art. And I always want to talk about celebrity gossip, too. Of course. We hope you'll join us for new episodes each Thursday. Follow Critics at Large today, wherever you get podcasts.